There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, David Crockett. I'm Lee. from the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon. This is Don't Tread on America. Don't you let's go Alright, I scooted over a little bit so I could block that light because it's like BAM Anyway all right, guys, we're back on Rumble. I, I fucked up the other day when I did the show because, you know, I'm an idiot and I'm new to this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, so if if you were watching this on Rumble on Don't Tread on America TV, you will understand that when I played the uh, audio clips, you didn't hear anything. You just see me doing this, right, because I'm a moron. And I think, hear me out, I think I figured it out. Don't quote me in the words of EZ. Don't quote me because I don't know shit or something like that. Anyway, so before we get into all the mix here, I got a good show for you guys today. Good show. Good show. Uh, we're going to talk about the abuse of the court system and the uh, Trump winch, witch, winch, witch hunt. Yeah, not winch. He's not a winch. But before we get into all that, let's talk about some business, guys, please. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, or if you're watching this beautiful, beautiful face on Rumble, um, please make sure you're following the show, subscribe, and uh, all that fun stuff. Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please make sure you're following the show, you subscribe, and then you share this with people that need to hear the truth. But uh, in all honesty, yes, please do so. And then also, guys... I'm making a push for the DTOM store, guys. I know, I know, I know. But I also know it's February 4th, 2024, Sunday. And I know people are starting to get your income tax checks. I know how people are. Listen, listen for just a minute. Help a brother out. Go to the DTOM store. Check it out. There's some T-shirts. You know, let's see. What? I just sold one of these today. Another one. They're $14. Don, that's a lot. It's not that much for a whiskey glass, I'm telling you. And it's a good glass. Look, I'm drinking out of it right here. Look, look, look. Mm. Oh, yeah. Very good. Traveler's whiskey, by the way. Yes. Anyway. Um, and it's free shipping. Okay? Everything on there is free shipping. If you live in the United States, it's not going to cost you a penny to get it shipped to your house. Other than you buying. So I got stickers on there for less than $2. You could literally buy you a sticker for less than $2 and show your support to the show. So please, click the link, DTOM Store. It'll take you to the website. And and come off some money, man. Come on. Come on. Buy a t-shirt. Don't try on America. Let's do this. All right, guys. Also, <laughs> if you're on uh, social media, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, True Social, and the Ticker Talker, we are 
Don't Try America. If you're on uh, the Twitter X machine, we are DTOM underscore 1775. And if you are not on social media, that's fine. I get it. You can check us out at Don't That's the website. From all of those situations, you can reach to me personally. You can reach around. You can reach me personally. And if you have any questions, any concerns, any comments, any whatever, send them my way. And uh, also, you can go to DTOM store from any of those situations. Also, if you are on Spotify and or Apple, please, please, if you want to leave a comment and a rating, preferably a five-star. And be gentle. Be, look, dude, I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. I'm just trying to do this, man. Let's do this. I'm just like you guys. Nothing special about me. But anyway, let's get into the show. So what do we have first? So there is a lot of fuckery going on about this country right now. Now, you are surely you've heard about the story uh, in New York, in New York City, with the five immigrants or uh, illegals that beat up the two police officers or got into a fight and they were kicking and punching and doing all this stuff and they were arrested. Well, just to make a long story short, they were released on their own recognizance because, you know, I'm sure they're going to show up. And um, you have a situation where you have these five illegal individuals who should have been arrested and deported beat up police officers in your city. People want to understand and you want to know why New York tourism's down while your your people are leaving the city and the state. You want to know why your police officers are leaving the city? It's because of this th- stuff. If you have a DA who will not prosecute five individuals that got into a fight, and we don't know the specifics of the situation, but it doesn't matter. If Let me paint a picture like this. Let's say that those were two white cops, which they were, and that was five black youths. Just painting a picture. And let's say one of those cops pulled out a gun and shot one of those fools. Okay? And now we have a black youth killed by the police officers. This country would go apeshit. But we get five, you know, Hispanics from wherever they're from do the same thing. They get arrested. But no, let's just, we'll let them off. On their own recognizance, because what D.A. Bragg said was, oh, we don't really have all the evidence and we want to make sure we do this right. Fuck that shit. They are illegal. I don't give a fuck. Well, I do give a fuck what they did to these police officers, but it's beyond that. That was just the catalyst for you to for you to nab them. OK, the fact that this happened, all you did was capture five illegals regardless of what they did or didn't do or might have done or maybe they weren't involved whatever the fact of the matter is there's five individuals that don't belong in this country you should have sent them back so what kind of picture are you painting for the rest of your city what if, what if regular white hispanic black asian whatever use that are american did the same thing how do you think that would work out? Well, you know, let's ask Daniel Penny about this. Not that he was beating up cops. No, he was protecting other people. Daniel Penny was on the subway, and there was a situation where there was a little little fight going on. And so he stepped in, put the person in a chokehold. The person died. I don't even know the dude's name. It doesn't matter. I don't care. And Daniel Penny's in jail waiting arraignment, waiting, well, he's been arraigned, but waiting trial because he was a good, uh, good Samaritan that stepped up to try and help a situation. He didn't beat up five cops or two cops or one cop. He was helping the citizens of that city and he got arrested for it. This is the picture that they're painting for you, for you people, for you people that live in these cities is that if you're an American citizen, no matter what color you are. You can't do anything. You can't do anything to stop crime, to help crime, help crime be ceased or anything like that. But you can go beat up police officers if you're an illegal alien, period. And then in the city, you have... Now, this was an interesting situation here. So this was on CNN the other day. And this is where it's going to get interesting, folks. I'm going to try and see if I can share this stuff. And I pushed the wrong button. I pushed the wrong button. Okay. This button. Back to this button. <laughs> we're we're going to see if we can do this. Um, 
Yeah, come on, Don. Come on, you got it. Let's do this. Move the fucking thing. Where is it at? Do I need to make this bigger? Yes, okay. Let's hit share. And talk, dude. You know, criminal element that looks at a different opportunity here. These individuals, I went over their rap sheets yesterday. Multiple charges, grand larceny, robbery, attempted robbery, grand larceny, grand larceny. Uh, this particular crew operated on mopeds and scooters. They were doing organized retail theft. They were doing snatches on the street, iPhones, iPads, clothing, so on and so forth. Uh, one of them that they are still seeking has 10 charges on one day because he's part of a pattern that's been going on. And I'm looking at the dates that their arrest started, which is probably close to when they got here. They've only been here a couple of months. So what the detectives are telling me is they have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? And they said, because there you go to jail. Oh. Fair point. Keep us nice. So pure silence by these individuals who didn't really know what to say at that point because uh, this is what's going on in their city. These are people that live there. Now, these individuals were stopped for doing crime. Then instead of going peacefully with the police officers, they get into a fight with the police officers. Now, in any other circumstances, these individuals should have been, I mean, not for nothing, they should have been fucking at least tased. I mean, I, I, we don't know the whole deal because we didn't see the whole video. We just saw the aftermath or the during math, I guess. The point of the matter is this. Regardless of, let me put it this way. These kids i'm gonna say kids they're adults but they're you know i'm old so they're kids they didn't they weren't just walking down the street and jumped to police officers it's not even like the police officers said let me see your papers are you legal it wasn't even like that they were stopped because of what they were doing and then instead of going peacefully this is what happens and then your district attorney says we don't have enough evidence you just saw the videotape that I just played. There's your fucking evidence. What more evidence do you need? But no, instead, Alvin Bragg uh, is letting, is, is instead prosecuting people that have fake vaccine cards. So the other day, he was actually called out by a judge, uh, Judge Blasted uh, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for uh, trying to throw the book at two New Yorkers who bought fake COVID vaccine cards despite routinely going easy on other charged and more far serious crimes. In a ruling issue this week, State Supreme Court Justice Brenda Langtree uh, dismissed felony charges against the pair who were not publicly identified, calling the case overkill. Uh, one, they don't give their names, one was a nursing student, one was an employee of the city, were among hundreds accused of buying fake vaccines cards. Um, the two were among 16 people Bragg's office cherry-picked to prosecute and charged with felony criminal possession and forge of a forged instrument. So that's what you're doing there. When you have violent offenders, you go after what I would call, um, I'm going to say politically or socially motivated crimes. Okay, you had a bunch of individuals who chose not to get the COVID vaccine. Good, good for them. And because they live in your city and in your shithole state, they had to do something to be able to work. So they went out and got these fake vaccine cards. They got busted and they're in jail because of this with the possibility of going to prison because of this. In the meantime, you have video evidence of these individuals doing this to your police officers and you choose to not do a damn thing about it, get the fuck out of that city as soon as you can. Don't come to Florida, but get the fuck out of that city. And surely there's somewhere closer you can go, Kentucky, you know, you know, Ohio, I don't know. Florida's full gas, come on. But um, seriously, I don't even understand it. How, how, and that's an elected position, guys. So I'm going to put that one on you. And if if this motherfucker gets reelected, he runs. I'm surely he's going to run. And if you guys reelect him to this position, 
you get what you deserve. I'm sorry to say like that, and I hate to be a dick about it, but I'll tell you from this point forward, if if uh, Alvin Bragg gets reelected to his position as district attorney of New York, I will never talk about Alvin Bragg ever again, period. Because at that point, it's not news. You guys are just a glutton for punishment, period. So, you know, on top of what he's doing with this, you have, you know, the vaccine, you have Daniel Penny or Perry. Is it Penny? I think it's Penny. You have, let me, let me make sure I'm right. Is it Dan, Daniel, Bobby Johnson, Fred, Fred Dershowitz, Bob Johnson. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But then, you know, you have a video, another video. That's what we're doing. It's a video show where these fools just after being released or, you know, you saw the video of them shooting birds and doing all that shit. Well, then, then there's this video. Let me see if I, if I've mastered the sharing situation. And of course, we'll only know if, uh, if what I did worked once, uh, once this show comes out and I look at it again. But anyway, that's what we do here at the D Tom show. We don't really know what we're doing. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Hey Don, play the clip. Oh, okay, yeah. Play the clip. It's really nothing nothing uh audible, audibly to it. So those of you that are listening to the podcast, you're not gonna hear anything but noise. But I'll go ahead and explain it. You got these these individuals that were just released all sitting around watching what they did on the news, watching it on their phone, and they're all like giggling and laughing and having a good old fucking time. And that's what they think. And then you have a couple police officers walk by and they start talking shit to them. And then that's that. They're talking, you know, they're all talking shit back and forth to the cops. And I think it says they get arrested after this fact. Yeah. So he gets arrested again. So good for them to do that. But I mean, that's, that is what you guys, this is what you guys, I, I hate to be a dick about it, but I'm sorry, but this is what you get. You guys, I was just on the phone with one of my buddies. We haven't talked in for fucking ever. And we were talking about uh, term limits, okay? And he, he brought up a, a good point. Like, you hear a lot of people saying, we need term limits. We need term limits for, for Congress and for whatever, whether it be Congress, uh, and we have them for presidents. But if it's Congress, Senate, uh, your local governments, DAs, for example, sheriffs, here's the thing. You, they have term, term, term limits. They have term limits. It's called you. The voting public. If you don't like the job that this person is doing, vote them the fuck out of office. Because unless you can get them impeached, there's not a whole lot you can do until their term's up. But when that point comes, if you go and say, oh, Alvin Bragg, that's on you. That is on you. If you reelect Kathy Hogel, on you. You reelect you re uh, Eric Adams, on you. Okay, don't let these people talk themselves into being something that they're not. Use what they have done or haven't done as your catalyst for what you're going to do if you're going to vote for them or not. Let me get another drink here. Can't let the whiskey get watered down. You know what I'm saying? So now, so on top of this, then you got Alvin Bragg doing all this bullshit. But on top of that, he's still going after Trump. So, you have four individuals right now across this country. You have Jack Smith, Fanny, Fanny, Fonny, whatever, Willis, Alvin Bragg, and Letitia James. So, we just talked about Alvin Bragg. Now, all four, in my opinion, all four of these individuals should be charged with election interference because they're interfering in an election via falsehoods. You know, in, in New York... It's about, uh, there's nothing here that has been criminal so far. It's all been litigious. Jack Smith is trying to go after him for the, for the, um, you know, the documents or whatever down in Mar-a-Lago. You got Fonnie Willis going after him. She's in, uh, that's in Georgia. That's over the uh, election interference thing, which oddly enough. And you have Letitia James is about in New York about the uh, falsifying uh, his wealth or whatever to get loans and shit like that. 
when people will tell you, a lot of people do that. You probably do that. You have probably applied for a credit card and lied about your income. So hopefully you could get a bigger, a larger uh, credit limit. Okay. Is it right? Is it wrong? I mean, ultimately it doesn't matter. It's up to you. You're going to have to pay the bill, which, oh, by the way, Trump paid back in full. So no one lost any money. No one is out any money. It's not like Trump said, I need, you know, $10 million, you know, $100 million loan to build this building and then defaulted on the loan. He paid, paid it back. So whether he lied about his income or his net worth is irrelevant because he paid back the loan. It's very frustrating because you see these things and, and now you have what's coming out. Well, let me finish with, with uh, Jack Smith before we get into uh, Fonny. But you have now Congress is starting to take notice. You have a couple of individuals, Anna Paulina, Paulina Luna out of Florida. You have uh, Jim Jordan. That They're starting to take notice of what's going on with these individuals. So uh, Anna Paulina Luna has sent him, sent Jack Smith, saying they need, you know, communications concerning his authority to impanel a ground jury over these situations. As I recall, Donald Trump was the president and has the authority to do what he did. If not, if nothing else, he has the authority and more so than what Biden did when Biden did the same motherfucking thing. I don't see you guys charging that dumb shit with anything. Right. And then there's also this that came out where where uh, there's a possibility that Jack Smith's been meeting with the DOJ and White House counsel over this whole situation. Now, if you're Jack Smith and you're an independent uh, special counsel, whatever, for this investigation, why are you meeting with the White House counsel? Why are you meeting with lawyers for Biden? What does he have to do with this? He, as the president, should have absolutely nothing to do with this because that is essentially going after your opponent, okay? It's kind of like when Trump was running for president against Hillary. And there was that line, I don't know if verbatim, but it was, uh, she said, oh, everyone would go to jail. Whatever she had said, and he goes, yeah, because you'd be locked up. Right? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, lock her up, you know? Which he did not do. Why? Why did he not go after Hillary once he was president? And you hear that from a lot of people. Well, will he actually do it if he gets elected this time? I bet his ass he does because of all this bullshit. Will he actually do it? I think he will, and I think he, and if he doesn't, he damn should. He should. But you have to ask, why didn't he do it? Because the optics. The optics is going after your opponent is not good, okay? But now that he's kind of getting the taste of that himself, things might be different. But um, you also have this that popped up. Uh, today, or it was uh, yesterday, actually, the federal government's election interference case against blah, 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 blah. Former President Donald Trump has been conspicuously, 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 maybe that's, I don't know, (laughs) removed from the court docket ahead of the March 4th trial date, leaving more questions than answers as motions from the special counsel Jack Smith remain on appeal. The adjustment first reported by the Washington Post may signal what Smith has long feared, a review by the appeals court on Trump's claim of presidential immunity will effectively freeze prosecuting him until the highest courts rule on the argument. Oddly, that change did not appear on the official criminal case docket at U.S. District Court. Uh, Judge Tanya Chukkan, 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 no, it's not her. <laughs> Who was uh, said all proceedings would be suspended while President Trump's December 7th appeal winds its way through the higher courts. The 45th president has long maintained the federal government does not have the authority to protect, or I'm sorry, to prosecute him for words or actions surrounding the January 6th, 21 riots at the Capitol while he was still in office. So you have that. So that case has been postponed. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Here's here's my worry about Trump becoming president. I believe that he is our best option. Okay? I personally 
like Trump because he, with the exception of him being a billionaire, <laughs> he reminds me a lot of me, of the things I do. And the thing that's interesting about this is that before he was president, before he ran for president, everyone loved him. It was beautiful. Everyone loved him. You had rap songs oh, wanting to be Donald Trump when it was cool to be Donald Trump. Everyone wanted to be Donald Trump. Everybody wanted to be around Donald Trump. Now, everyone hates him. My question would be, what if he would have ran as a Democrat? Would that have mattered? Or would the Republicans be doing the same thing the Democrats are? Hmm. Questions, right? So, now you have Jim Jordan going after uh, Fanny, 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 Fanny Wilson, Wilson, like she's one of the damn, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but this is what's going on with that. Three attempts that he had made to get her to respond to request voluntarily to no avail. Uh, the subpoena is now for documents, not an appearance now, related to the Fulton County DA's use and misuse, allegedly, of federal funds. Willis is under the microscope uh, for this alleged improper romantic relationship with a special prosecutor that she hired for the Georgia election interference case. It's the big RICO case now stacked up against former President Donald Trump and many others. So we will see how that turns out for that Jim Jordan. That case my new one life to live. So what's interesting about this is you have, hey, how's it going? Can we turn that off? Yeah. Anyway. Hi. How's it going? Um, now, prosecutor being subpoenaed in front of Congress for misuse of federal funds. So... I do appreciate the fact that you have some Republican people in Congress who are stepping up and trying to play the same game that the Democrats are playing. Bravo to you guys. But here's the thing. Keep on turning the screws. And it's not about, oh, they're doing this so they can uh, convince these people to drop the charges. They're doing this because, oddly enough, the people that are prosecuting or going after the president are you know, conveniently enough, breaking the laws themselves. So, you know, there's that. And then you have the E. Jean Carroll situation. Okay, so just a week or so ago, judge ruled in favor of her, barring any evidence that was allowed to be given by Trump and his attorneys. And I think, if I recall correctly, the judgment, or not the judgment, but what she was going for, I think, was like $10 million. But the judge ruled that she suffered way more than that, and she deserved $83 million. So, mind you, she it's not like she's getting that money straight up in cash right off the bat. That's going to take a minute before she gets that money. Um, but the, uh, the interesting thing about this is that she admits she's on CNN. I'm going to play the clip here. She's on CNN. And, well, I'll just let her, I'll let her say the things that need to be said. And you'll, you'll, uh, you'll get a kick out of this, I think. As soon as I figure out what and I'm doing here. This, and it's the fact that New York passed this law. Yeah. The Adult Survivors Act. They passed it just a few years ago. Were it not for that law, you never would have been able to bring this case. And I just think it speaks to the importance for a lot of other survivors. Exactly. This would never, I would never have this window, this year of having the ability uh, to bring drunk. a lawsuit for rape. Robbie. Hold on. Is that Pelosi? can explain it better. Well, Egan actually helped to get that law passed. There you go. So this is a person who actually tried or didn't try she successfully uh lobbied on part of these individuals to extend the uh the uh whatever they said the, the statute of limitations there you go and she did it as a victim i was a victim i'm trying to do this but it was in conveniently enough this supposedly happened in 1994 i think it was i know i have it here but I, and we'll get to that in a second and we waited 25 years 25 years to figure this one out and it's not like oh well it's because trump 
No. Trump was still Trump in 1994. It's not like Trump was some schmuck. It's not like it's not like Trump was some schmuck, me, doing a podcast, working a full-time job, doing a part-time podcast, and then all, and, and then, I'm not saying I did this, just to let y'all know. Yes, those are my arms. <laughs> just to let you know. Uh, but if I were to, uh, I wouldn't do this, but I love my wife, okay? But if I were to do something that I shouldn't do with a female, and even if it was consensual, Okay, let's just say. And then all of a sudden, I'm the new Joe Rogan. Okay, we don't call it Joe Rogan. We call it the Road Jogan experiment. That's coming soon. <laughs> and and then I'm, I make it big. And then this chick says, oh, he raped me, blah, 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 whatever. Okay, you kind of understand it. Now that this person is famous, and you see this a lot with, with sports people, football players and whatnot, that conveniently enough, now that, you know, so-and-so signed a $50 million contract, oh, I remember he raped me back in college. Trump was Trump in 94. <laughs> he wasn't President Trump, but he was he was still Donald Trump. People knew who the fuck he was, right? So why, if he had done this rape, why didn't she go after him then? And conveniently enough, it was in 2019 when he was in his third year or second year or whatever, third, whatever, of presidency that, oh, I'm going to push to get this law passed so I can sue his ass. So it's not like he was convicted of rape. It was, and it wasn't even about rape per se. It was more about her uh the slander slander or libel or whatever on her on her person because she was someone of consequence she wasn't anyone that you might not even know but i think she would wrote books and i know she did a tv show back in the day and i've got clips from all that but let's just let me put it like this this is the kind of person that fanny or i'm sorry fanny that uh e Jean carroll is and was this is her on on Anderson Cooper when he's asking her about the situation. This wasn't all that long ago, but this was this was her, E. Jean Carroll, right rape accuser. And listen to what she says after Anderson Cooper asked her. You don't about feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not this was not sexual. For, it just it it hurt. It just what it just you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We go take a quick break. If you can stick around. Now he is stumbling over his words. Now here's how she. I'm going to play this clip one more time. It's 30 seconds. Just hold on. But the reason I want to play this again is listen closely to what she says. Like, he's asking her, and at first it's like, it wasn't a big deal because it wasn't rape. I wasn't ravished. I wasn't thrown on the ground. And then it's like, but it hurt, but it didn't, and then maybe people think it's sexy. Let's see what she has to say again. Just listen. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. I wasn't. You don't feel like a victim. I wasn't thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This so she's making it sound like it was no big deal. Like, it wasn't really rape. You know, I wasn't thrown on the ground and ravished. This was not this was not sexual for se then she changes her tune it just it it hurt it just what it just you know well, i think most people think of so then this is cooper as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy mm. and anderson cooper stumbles let's take a short break think of the fantasies mm. It's almost like she got a little horny on that situation. I think she flashed back to that whole that whole thing that went down there. She's kind of like, wait a second, that was kind of nice. I'm not saying rape is cool, guys. Don't get me wrong on this whole situation. But was it rape or was it sex? And that's the thing. I think as a as an individual, if you're famous, not famous, if you're kind of famous, if you want to be famous. You, you you definitely have to be careful. If okay, let me paint another picture. I'm gonna use me for an example. If I wasn't married, and 
I keep look my phone's down here, guys. So just calm down. And you know, I love my wife. I would never, ever in my life do something to, like this to her. I would not do what Trump has done to his however many wives. But if I was single and I'm doing this podcast, I would still be very. If I my intentions in doing this show, granted, it's a hobby. You know, I've said this how God knows how many times I'm a, just a dude with a full time job and a part time podcast. I get that. Who am I? But I would be lying to you if I also told you I didn't care if I ever grew this show any bigger than it already is. Um, by the way, uh, I'm in the top 20% of all podcasts. Just keep that in mind. Anyway, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm not making any money on it, but we're getting there. <laughs> anyway, um, where was it going with this? Self-grandizing. Let me look my notes. Self-grandizing, making yourself to be awesome. Okay, here it is. Um, if I was just who I am I would ex I do expect this show to grow and get bigger to the point where yeah people everyone's gonna listen to me I would be lying to you if I didn't have that set in my mind as a goal am I gonna lose sleep over it no I'm still gonna get up in the morning I'm still gonna go to work I'm still gonna do my job because that's the kind of person I am but I would also if I was a single man be mindful of the people I hung out with and the women I was with for the fact that what if what if in five years, this show were to blow up and I did something that not bad, but just something. And I pissed off of some chick. And then all of a sudden now she's like, oh, Don Q raped me. It was back in 2023. We were at a bar and and he did things that I didn't like. And his penis is extremely tiny. And oh, <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? And I think as a figure, if you're a Donald Trump who is already Donald Trump, you have to be even more careful because you are definitely susceptible to situations like this. Now, mind you, I would assume in 1994, whenever the situation happened, he probably had no intention on being president. He was Donald Trump. Why be president? Um, but all of this, all of this is stemming around the fact that he was President Donald Trump and is running again to be such because... The Letitia James situation, that was prior to him being president. This E. Jean Carroll, prior to him being president. Jack Smith, after the fact. These are all bullshit. If, if, and, and I know I'm speaking to the choir when I talk about this stuff. And I know that the people that are listening to this are like, Don, we know, we get it. And I understand that. But this is the thing. The reason I'm saying the stuff I'm saying is because I don't know what else to talk about. And this is what we're talking about. Now, this is the show. These are the kind of shows you should share with the people that don't quite get it. Okay. Um, it, it's important that people know the truth. So, like, I listen to Dan Bongino. And one of the things he constantly says is snapshot and sound bites and snapshots. Okay. Now, most people. Okay, a lot of people listen to podcasts, right? But it's not everybody. And a lot of, there's more people that don't listen to podcasts than do. And I would assume that most of those people that don't listen to podcasts don't even, even listen to talk radio, whether it's a conservative talk or a left-leaning talk. They just don't pay attention. They might watch the evening news and it might be their local evening news. They might not even turn on Fox or CNN or anything like that. But depending on what local news they watch, if they watch their local NBC or ABC or CBS or Fox affiliates, they're still going to get their version of the national situation. So, like, if you watch NBC, if you watch your local NBC affiliation, the 6 o'clock news, they're probably going to have reporters doing national breaks from MSNBC or whatever. On your local Fox network, they might have people from from Fox breaking in. Oh, we have uh, uh, Brian Kilmeade here from Fox, and he's going to tell us about the situation. And he's going to, and it's going to be more of a right-leaning thing, or it's going to be on MB, on on NBC. It's going to be more of a left-leaning thing. But most of those people, which is the majority of this country, don't seek out to watch CNN or Fox or MSNBC or whatever. It's more of a in the background. I'm cooking dinner and we hear 
whatever, and you kind of catch a, you kind of catch, what did, what did they just say about Trump? What did they just say about Biden? What did they just say about whoever? What did Hunter Biden do? You know, and they might, oh, that's weird. And then they go back to doing what they're doing. Or if they're on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, they might scroll and see a story because, and then that's what they remember, the headline. And it's, it's like clickbait. We all see clickbait. We probably click on it. Like, oh, this is cool. What's this? And oh, fuck. It's just a bullshit story. And I'm guilty of it. I get stuff all the time. It's like, like I'm on a uh, app for news breaks and it gives me local, local national news. And it's by, oh, uh, Polk County, <laughs> Polk County restaurants closed for whatever reason. You know, like, oh, fuck, I, we go out to eat a lot. Let me go. Let me click on this shit. Make sure it's nowhere we eat. Okay. It's a Chinese restaurant. Shock. Um, but you know what I'm saying? And it's clickbait or it might be Florida restaurant, blah, 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 or Florida company, blah, blah, blah. Oh shit. What's going on? Click on the thing. And it's like, oh man, it's in Jacksonville. I'm not nowhere near that. So it's the same situation. You get those headlines and people see the headline Trump rape E. Jean Carroll. See, look at that son of a bit. Or you might even see the headline, uh, uh, Trump found a lot, you know, uh, I don't want to use the word guilty, but whatever they use in, in libel in uh, civil cases. But uh, Trump found guilty of rape of E. Jean Carroll and has to pay $83 million. Even though he wasn't found guilty of anything and it wasn't rape. But that's they always use that. They use that old rape victim, blah, blah, blah. That's not what she was, I mean, that's not what she was suing for. He wasn't arrested for rape. He wasn't tried for rape. He was tried for slander and ruining her career or whatever. But this is the kind of person that you're dealing with with her. You have a situation where after, you know, after the case, she's awarded $83 million, right? This is what, this is what she comes out and says. She's on MSNBC with uh, another dipshit and a half, Rachel Maddow. You've and talked this is what about using some of Trump's money that you're about to get um, to help shore up women's rights. Do you know what that might be? What that might look like? Yes, or, Rachel. Yes. Tell me. I had such, such great ideas <laughs> for all the good I'm going to do with this money. First thing, Rachel. You and I are going to go shopping. We're going to get completely <laughs> new wardrobes, new shoes. Now two lawyers sitting on either crawling, side of her. New fishing rod for Robbie. Rachel, what do you want? Penthouse? <laughs> it's yours, Nothing. Rachel. Penthouse and uh, France? You want France? You want to go fishing nope. in France? No? Oh, all right, all right. Okay. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> That's weird. She just said that. Now, here's the thing. I probably shouldn't say this because E. Jean Carroll probably will sue me. Not that she's going to get $83 million. She'd be lucky she get $83. Bucks, but <laughs> tell me, of the three clips I just played of this lady, that she doesn't sound like she's fucking hammered. I- I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, let me go back here. I'm going to turn this off, Don. Hi, I'm back. Um... But the interesting thing is this, and and these are the things that should piss us off as Americans, that Trump's people weren't even allowed to go after her about anything. So this popped up yesterday, a dress that E. Jean Carroll says she wore during, come on, motherfuck, uh, during the Trump incident didn't even exist. So in a new development in the defamation, and that's what it was, def- defamation case, brought against former Donald Trump by writer E. Jean Carroll. Trump's lawyer has made a remarkable statement that should be considered in an appeal following the jury awarding her $83 million in damage. Carroll first went public in her story in 2019, posing for the cover of New York Magazine in a Donna Karen blazer dress that she claimed she was assaulted in. However, it turns out the dress was not even available the original year that she claimed the attack had happened. Trump attorney Boris Epstein 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 uh, told reporters outside the courtroom, she said, this is the dress I wore in 94. They went back and checked. The dress wasn't even made. 
1994. And that's why the dates moved around from the 80s, it is the 90s, it is the 2000s. Uh, President Trump has consistently stated it was falsely accused and he has the right to defend himself. Trump has also addressed the allegations. He says, E. Jean Carroll was forced to change her story on the Monica Lewinsky type dress she wore. Um, she originally claimed that the event happened in 94 and that she wore Donna, Donna Karen dress that day. The problem is that the New York Times fact checkers found, and that's odd that New York Times would do this, found the dress wasn't even made by Donna Karen until long after 94. The uh, truth is that she doesn't know the day, month, season, year, or decade because it did not happen in the witch hunt now. So, so, this is, this is, I, I swear my, my computer just likes to fuck with me today. This is E. Jean Carroll in 1996, this clip I'm about to play. And, um, it's getting dark in here. It's getting dark in here. Um, this is who you're dealing with when it comes to her. This is supposedly two years after the situation. And she's doing a TV show of some sort. And once again, sounds like she's inebriated. But listen to the way she talks about sexualizing On men. Flopsy Pudding. The biggest manhandling trick of all is to know that there is no trick. Sorry. All you have to remember is that you're a woman, and if you're a woman, you're precious. Okay? Yes, my darlings, chasing men is the highest amusement there is, but manhandling the difficult little buggers is something else. Call me. You got some questions? We're live. Is anybody out there calling? They've all switched off this show because they thought it was a dating game. I'm so embarrassed. 1 800. It's not the dating game. Yeah, she talks about how sexualizing men. This is not, not, not the dating game, my darling Flopsy Gravies. A melancholy proposition is before our beautiful Moira. She's either going to prove herself to be a complete nitwit as a manhandler. Plus, I have to come get you. Here I come. Here I come. I'm going to come and get you guys. Okay. Where are all these ugly guys? Is there anybody here who weighs under 400 pounds? Oh, my God. How fabulous. Each one more dazzling, more resplendent than the other. Come out here. Nobody chose you, you poor thing. This is Andre. Go on out there, Andre. Nobody cares about you. Damn. That was cold-blooded. That was weird. Nothing like Alexa turning on out there. Thanks. I don't know if someone's here, and I'm about to die. But if I do, it'll be on live. So tell your friends to join in, because I think someone's in the house. I reach up here and grab one of these here. Hold on. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's... That's essentially what's going on with this whole situation. And I want to close out the show with this one more clip. That's what we're doing. And I think hopefully this is working out. Hopefully you guys on Rumble are able to hear all this stuff. Tell me if you, I guess tell me if you can. You guys are out there. You can you can uh, talk to me here. It's right there. It's right there. You can talk to me. But anyway, so this is this is uh, fucking Grandma Vodka herself. And she's going to give you the uh, ins and outs on the whole, uh, what they call, what they call the wrap-up schmear. Okay, so it'll be interesting to, to hear what she has to say because I'm telling you right now, it's something special. Now, pay close attention to what she says. Tactic. It's a self-fulfilling problem. You demonize, and then you... It, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, you call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with falsehoods and all the rest, and then you merchandise it. And then you write it, and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press that this, 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 and this, so they have that validation that the press reported the smear... And then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear that we made. And it's, so. It's a tactic. There you go. Now this particular video here of uh, Grandma Vodka here saying the things that she was saying wasn't 
yesterday, last week. This was before she was even speaker. Um, and you can tell if you look at her, she looks relatively young. You know, so that, that video was probably 10 years ago. And you heard what she said. And the interesting thing about that is everything she said. Now, she said this. This was prior to Trump even being president. Tell me what she said isn't exactly what's been going on with Trump for the last eight years. The exact thing. One thing after another with this guy. Stormy Daniels. All the other prosecutions. E. King, E. whatever. E. Jean, whatever her name is. And it's a constant, never-ending fuckery. Now, I guess the way I'm going to close out this show is this. My concerns with all of this stuff is this. Trump gets elected, okay? Just work with me. What happens? Question one. Question two. Biden gets elected. What happens? I think we're all old enough to know, or remember, I should say, back in 2016 when Trump was elected. You remember all the people screaming, ah, I can't believe it, he won, this is bullshit. Ah. And that was it. Okay? It wasn't, that was it. Then started all the fuckery, all the Russian interference, all this and that, and the, all the bullshit, all the wrap-up smears, okay, to the point where they were effective with their smear, smear ca- campaign and all the different ones they had. They were effective enough to cause, and, and I'm going to say this before I say that, and then I'll finish with this and that. <laughs> they let's assume that the voting in 2020 was legit. Let's say there was no bullshit, there was no fake ballots, there was no fuckery. Let's say it was 100% legit. I'm not saying that it was, but let's just for argument's sake, let's say that it was, okay? Their wrap-up smear campaign was effective enough over the 4 years of him being president to convince a decent amount of people to say, you know what, Biden isn't that bad. Um, We're going to not take Trump as a Republican. I'm not going to vote for Trump because I just, I'm tired of all the bullshit. So fuck it. And I made this comment, this before I was even doing this show, I had made this comment when Trump and Hillary were running 16 and I wasn't doing this show. I didn't even listen to podcasts back then, for that matter. And I had said, why isn't this? Is, and this is, should tell you everything you need to know. Because realistically, in 2016, you know, say what you want about Barack Obama. But in the Democratic people's eyes, they had a successful candidate. Okay? And if they were allowed to have three terms, then I guarantee you Barack would have ran again and he would have won. Okay? So, knowing that, usually, when you have a successful uh, president on whatever, whatever party, and that person does eight years, it's usually the case where their vice president wins. Now, that vice president, and we'll take Reagan and Bush, for example, he might only do four years. And if you want to go down the whole line of bullshit and conspiracies, and we could say, well, Bush only did four years to hand the ropes to Clinton, which there really wasn't much difference between the two of them. Okay, we can make that argument. And then you go from Clinton back to Bush and, you know, kind of keeps everything in line. And then you go Clinton, Obama, and then you go down a whole situation of Obama being a cousin of Bush and so on and so forth. So it's like keeping in the family type thing. Why wouldn't they have Biden? Why didn't Biden run in 16? Because was it supposed to go Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Clinton? Was that their plan? Maybe. And maybe that's what happened. Maybe Trump interrupted all their plans. 
And they knew they couldn't let that happen again. And they realized their mistake and they said, well, we're going to have Biden do it because we should have probably had him done in 16 to begin with. So what's going to happen? It looks like it's going to be Joe and Trump. And you hear a lot of people saying Trump or Biden's not going to make it. He's going to he's going to get to a point. They're going to get to the convention and something's going to happen. And Gavin Newsom's going to step in or Michael Obama's going to I mean, Michelle, Michael, whatever is going to step in. Something's going to happen. Something's going to do. And da, 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 da. I don't think any of that's going to happen. I think Biden's going to win the elect win the, you know, the Democratic primary. He's going to be your Democratic nominee. There's not going to be any switcheroo, anything like that, because I think in the grand scheme of things, if they feel that Biden's going to win, then he's going to win president. He'll be get a second term, and then they'll they're going to pull the plug on the whole Biden operation. Okay. I'm not saying how, when, where, why, how, because I don't know, and I don't want to speculate just for the God's sakes that I'm right, and then they come knocking on my door thinking I had something to do with it. So that's just my guess. Um, I feel that there's enough people in this country that are pissed off enough that Trump will win. And... Now, you could even look at, look at South Carolina. He's killed. Biden dominated South Carolina. It's because no one went out and fucking voted. And the people that did, yeah, well, he won, but he 90-something percent of the vote. Because no one fucking voted. <laughs> well, 96, <laughs> let me put it this way. If you have 10 people vote and 9 people vote for Biden, he's got 90 fucking percent. Okay, it's simple math, guys. You can sit there and not talk about the numbers that voted for Biden and talk about the percentages. But when you do that in Iowa with Trump, it's like, well, they only had 150,000 people vote. He only got 96,000 votes. That's bullshit. (laughs) It's funny how that works. No one's voting because the Democrats are running garbage. Their best bet is JFKJ, but he can't get on half the fucking ballots because... They know, they know he's a threat. And they don't want him on. So, in closing, the way we have to look at it is this. Be, be prepared. It's, this, it's, what is it? February 4th, 2024. We literally have nine months till election day. I think it's nine months. And you you have to ask yourself, what what's gonna come? What? And and that's a lot of people also real quick are talking about about this whole situation in um, with uh, what's going on overseas in Syria and stuff. With uh, you know you had the marine or I'm sorry the army individuals killed. And now we're retaliating. We're going to war. Well, is this another tactic by the Biden administration? Because a lot of times in times of war, even though it's not a war per se, but it's something that we're physically involved in, not monetarily involved in. Is this a ploy to help Biden get elected? Oh, he's showing strength. He's showing poise. Look at him. He's a he's a American president. He's defending our country and he's killing those ragheads over there. And the the the, the uh, economy is not quite as bad. I mean, four percent inflation is not that bad. Over the past nine and the past eight, we're at like twenty-two percent over the last three years. Oh wait, wait, we don't want to talk about that. It's only four percent now. That's all that matters. Fuck that shit, guys. I'm here to tell you right now. You need to vote. I don't care. Oh, elections are rigged. Everything's rigged. They're going to place. Okay, you can have those thoughts. I don't want to hear y'all bitching and complaining if Biden wins and we got four more years of this bullshit because you think things were fucked up the last four years? Imagine what's going to happen. All right, guys, that's all I have for you today. It is February 4, 2024. Make sure you hit us up on Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. 
DTOM underscore 1775 on the Twitter X machine and com. And guys, please don't forget about the DTOM store. DTOM store. Get your whiskey glass, stickers, t shirt, license plate frame, whatever. And if you're on Apple and Spotify, guys, please make sure you leave us a rating. And if you want to leave a review, that'd be great. I will read it. I will read it live as I do this show. I don't care. Send them. You guys have a great day, and I'll see you again on Tuesday. Uh, Peace out.